Welcome to week number two of the podcast, too. Next week, definitely, we'll have a uh, guest on there, which will be super sick or not. It might just be me. You never know. But last week, of course, because it's the first time doing it, pseudo sponsors. I missed them. So I'm going to show you my shrine here. We're still moving into the studio. Um, but I wanted to shout out last week and this week, since we don't have any sponsors yet, if you want to get involved, let me know. I uh, wanted to shout out uh, Charlie's Bar. Moved from Summers Point where Charlie's is. If you're down the shore, familiar with Charlie's, uh, one of the best. And I lived in Summers Point. I moved into a new home here. We're down in Marmora, right by Ocean City. So Charlie's Monday Quarterback Club kicked off uh, every Monday. It's a great atmosphere. Ton of people, industry people. People that work, nobody cares if they have work Tuesday. Monday quarterback club, Monday night is awesome. Um, I'm not going to be able to go as much this year, but going to go some, which is sweet. Uh, and I also wanted to shout out Exit Zero down in Cape May. So if you're ever down taking the ferry and traveling in Cape May, it's super awesome down there. You can fuel up at their restaurant, and they're going to have football going on down there for all your games and soccer games and World Cup. Uh, so they're going to have bands and stuff down there, even through the fall and in the winter. So Exit Zero, shout out to those guys. Um, today we're drinking Jetro by Double Nickel. Pretty sick looking can right here. I already tried it. It is up there. It is a hazy IPA, so if you're a fan of a hazy IPA, you will love it. Um, so it was delicious. Last week I had um, Jaws' John by Neck of the Woods. So Jaws' John was real good last week, a fine pilsner. Um, and what else? Someone said Gregory's is better. Gregory's is awesome, dude. We shut Gregory's down Saturday night. So I Jaws is John Jetser. I'm trying to get that Marilyn Mike IPA from Glenn Mack now, Contra Brewery. But in any event, let's get into it. Thanks all to the pseudo sponsors. Uh, not much prepared. Next week we'll have a guest, I hope. I uh, want to talk a little Phillies before we go full Eagles. Uh, Phillies. If you're listening to this as I'm doing this, Phillies are one like five straight, I think. They're like one and a half or two games up. Uh, they got 80 wins or 80 and 62. So exactly 20 games left, I believe. Um, and I'm really hoping the since if you know how the wild card works, right now the Mets and Dodgers are getting a bye and the Phillies would be playing the Braves. I'm really hoping the Braves actually pull away with the division because, honestly, if the Phillies play the Mets, I would travel for that. So the wild card, the better-seeded team gets the home, the full home series. Uh, so there would be, even in the wild card round, the Phillies would have to advance to get a home playoff game. So 
Um, I'm hoping it's in New York because I would definitely consider going to New York. I don't think I'm making it down to Atlanta. But in any event, um, how many games do you guys think we have to win in order to get in? I guess 90, right? So although we're only a game or two up, um, you have 20 games left. If you win 10 more, I guess 90 games gets you in. That seems realistic to me. Um, Eflin pitched an inning last night. Talked about it last week. If he's a bullpen piece, you can marry him up with one of your back-end starters. So although we may not have the quality we thought, which I still think is pretty good starting pitching staff, but you can marry him up with another one of your starters, and, man, you could have your starter go three or four. You could have him go a couple. You're going to get quality starts in the postseason. So I just want to get in the tournament. Uh, Bailey Falters, I think 6-0 in his last six starts. Um, so exciting time to be the uh, Phillies fans right now because they might pretty much be a 10-year postseason drought. Uh, behind me, I'm definitely – the other thing, definitely going to get a better backdrop and uh, using a webcam right now, better camera set up in here. Um, I can send links and get some guests on. So if you want to be a guest on – uh, if you want to talk sports, you have another Philly page or, you know, want to interview some uh, local spotlights and some local businesses as well. If you want to join the fun, I'll uh, get you on. So it's pretty cool right now. First, second week, actually, just me. So subscribe anywhere you get your uh, shows at. Any event, the first thing I did after the Eagles game, which I shouldn't have done, Jalen Hurts stats. Is Jalen Hurts going to take that next step forward? Um, did you see it week one? Yes, kind of, sort of. At first I said no. Seemed like in the game he was taking off right away, which was the big knock on him. He's like one read and then he's jetting. Um, but then when I look back at it, you know, they blitzed 21 of 42 pass plays, I believe, is the set. Hertz rushed 17 times. So when he got blitzed, for the most part, he took off. 55% completion percentage. I said, wow, that's low. I'm used to the Jonathan Gannon of the world uh, giving up, you know, 70% completion percentage to guys like, I don't even know what Jared Goff had, but there were some games last year where Jonathan Gannon was giving up, like Ben Benoprate was giving up 70% completion percentages. So I'm like, I want to see Hurts in the 60s. He's at 55, so he's still at 50%. Low completion percentage. He had a lot of rushing attempts. You don't want to see that many rushing attempts from your quarterback. But the more I looked at it, he had to run when they blitzed him. Maybe a couple zero blitzes he can stand in there and, and throw the ball. But uh, had to run in those situations. And a lot of times, a lot of the incompletions he had, at least if he was you know, 55% completion percentage, at least 
four, five, six, seven times he was flipping the ball. Uh, he was throwing the ball past the line of scrimmage, which, which counts as a passing attempt. And he basically – that was an incompletion, but it was a smart play. He just threw it away. Um, but, you know, I want to see – giving up 35 points, and we're going to move on to the next game because people beat it to shit. And, you know, that's kind of why – we wanted to do the Thursday show. I want to, you know, move on to the game ahead. You're listening about last week and what they did, what they did right, what they did wrong. They got to win. They got to win. Didn't look right. Didn't look pretty. The O and D line got dominated at times. Um, he rushed way too much. Not by design. So that's good. He did make some throws that were incredible, like the one to one down the sideline of 55 yards. Remind me almost of the Quez completion because they didn't get seven on that drive. They they got it. After these big plays, they got to punch it in. And, and they're a great rushing team. They had four different guys score rushing touchdown. There's no excuse after a giant pass play like that that you can't uh, get, get seven there. But – Shocked with the O-line performance for the Eagles. Hoping a much better performance moving forward. Uh, They were run blocking on pass plays. They looked all out of sorts. It was super loud in there, so I'll give them a pass there. But want to see better pretty much from the O-line moving forward. Um, Everyone's chalking it up to... Slow training camp. They don't play in the preseason. Um, they got to get the rust off, things like that. Yeah, but you got the team healthy. That's why you did it. These guys are professionals. A lot of these guys got veteran guys. A lot of these guys have played a lot of football. It's the second year in the offense. You shouldn't be run blocking on pass plays and vice versa. Um, and speaking of year two Jonathan Gannon has now been the Eagles defensive coordinator for over a year and to be honest with you nothing has changed they got better players I know it's the first week but nothing's changed maybe that's by design every NFL game is really really close even when it's a, even when you watch these games, even when there's a big lead, teams start climbing back in it. Why is that? Defenses in the NFL, are they playing softer? But last time we played them, we blew them out. You got to put a team like that away. You can't let a team like that back in the game. They did some things early that were impressive. They got a score in the first half, defensive score. But way too many times... I see this passive defense and these guys with these ridiculous Jared Goff. Can't let Jared Goff have that type of completion percentage in the game. Uh, I remember a game last year and the Eagles were home. So that worries me moving ahead. And I'll move ahead in the game, but it worries me moving in. The Eagles, since after the Super Bowl, the Eagles have been pretty dreadful at home. Like, 
not that great. A beat up on the, the Redskins maybe and the Giants of the world, but the team has been not that great at home. They come out jittery. The crowd's on fire. Everyone said this, you know, Detroit game was a trap game. Okay, great. Let's move in to a Vikings team that Colin Coward, not that he's the end-all be-all, but he does like his top 10, like Monday morning, like right after the weekend, he does his like power rankings. And I like it because I don't want me to look at all 32 teams. I like to see like the top nine, top five guys that he's got, but he can't the Vikings at number three. And these guys are going to come in there. And if you're going to play this soft defense, not sure why Justin Herbert is like the gold standard. But he had like 70% in a home game last year. Just when we play these elite quarterbacks at home, Jonathan Gannon is soft, 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 soft. soft. Got to play to the identity of the team, identity of the building. Got to be aggressive. Um, it just can't happen this year with Kirk Cousins and you got Aaron Rodgers coming in the stadium. Um, you can't have it happen like last year where these guys just come in. I love how Herbert's the, the gold standard. Uh, but to be honest, it is Thursday. So now all the Thursday games are moving to Amazon Prime. So uh, Herbert and Mahomes tonight. So that'll be good. They're getting some good matchups. But I think you have to be a Prime member, which is uh, – you should be, I guess, but because they got Lord of the Rings. How many people are they getting from Lord of the Rings and from football? Now, you have to have it. I guess people share logins and things like that, but uh, for the most part, in a pinch, game's about to start. They're getting subscribers and things like that. So, game tonight, Amazon Prime. We'll see. I think Mahomes will take it. Not sure why everyone just sweats this guy, Herbert. He hasn't not, hasn't done anything yet. Um, but he's like the gold standard, right? Everyone wants his pure pocket passer. Can the Eagles, you know, have an offense that looks like this with running a non-traditional offense? They scored 31 of the 38 points. Last week, I mean, they move the ball. They get first downs. They have a marquee wide receiver. They have a great running game. I know Stoutland and company will fix the O-line. The Eagles' offense, you've seen it with, I mean, the Ravens have, have been going on probably four or five years, not traditional offense, heavy rushing attack. Um, it can work in this league. Play to your strengths. Um all with the Eagles, everyone thinks you need to have this pocket passer, you need to have this certain type of offense in the NFL. These days are over. I mean, I'm looking at the guys that are left in the league. You don't have, you know, Aaron Rodgers didn't have that great of a game last week. You had the Packers get knocked off. You had the Rams get knocked off. You had the Bengals and Joe Burrow get knocked off. Uh, who else got knocked off? Russell Wilson. All these guys uh, probably missed some, but Dak, out for the year. He runs around. He's mobile, but 
all these guys that they had ranked ahead of Jalen Hurts lost. Why is that? The team's not that great. I guess it is a team. You need all 11 guys. You need all 22. But if you're telling me that Jalen Hurts needs to be a certain way to be successful, I don't buy it. All these teams now are so unique coming out of college. These guys do certain things well, certain things not. Even on the defensive side of the ball, you look at a guy like Jordan Davis, who was only on the field, I don't know, 22 snaps or so. I think it's kind of a bogus stat because you don't know what plays they ran when he was on the field. But there was a stat that came out there that the Eagles allowed like 2.9 yards per carry when Davis was on the field and over 10 yards when he was Well, most of the situations he was on the field was in an odd man, odd front on first down where the team was going to run. We knew they were going to run. We stopped it. A lot of the rushing yards and that guy Swift, shout out to him, local boy. And and Pacheco from Vineland played for Rutgers. Two local boys, Swift from Philly, shout out to those guys. But you, you got to look at the plays he was on the plays and the play calls he was off for. I'm not going to just, you know, keep it that simple and say, oh, Jordan Davis needs to play more. When he's on the field, they only allow a certain amount of yards. And when he's not, they're terrible. No, there's different situations. There's different um, left you vulnerable in certain areas. Probably he's a huge dude, may have let you left you vulnerable in, in certain areas. But um, you got to see what plays were called when he was on and off the field. It's, it's not as simple as when he was there, they stopped the run. When he was off, it wasn't. Uh, I thought the defense also got way too relaxed. And even though Detroit was down, they still they still ran the ball and they still ran it down the throat. So they, maybe they took him off the field thinking that they were going to pass and they were playing soft and they were getting gassed for huge runs. So not going to, you know, just pencil up that. I do want to see Jordan Davis play more because, to be honest with you, Fletcher Cox, that guy is in the Twilight career. Love Fletcher. Thank you for everything. BG. I guess Sweat. People are a lot higher on more high on sweat than I am. You lost Derek Barnett. I didn't really think he was that great anyway. Like everyone talks about this D line, but we need pass rushers. I want to see young boys play. I think one of the best players on the on the field, you guys would be like, ooh, who is that? It was like Marlon Tupelotu or something. He's like our backup nose tackle. He had one of the better games. He was everywhere. Uh, so I want to see these guys play. I want to see Milton Williams play. Um, I've seen enough of these old guys. They were not ready. They had the slowest ramp up ever. And these young kids are hungry. They're ready to play. So they'll find that mix, hopefully. Um, but yeah, everyone said the Detroit game was a trap. Vikings game. Home crowd, going to be crazy. Home opener, I don't know. We've been dreadful at home. This game scares me. Vikings are very good. Scott Justin Jefferson is a treat. How we blew that. How we. How we blew that. How we blew that. Um, How about that? But 
double that guy. I don't care if Rager makes you look stupid or some other guy makes you look stupid. Double that guy. I do not want that guy to beat me um, at all. So I don't want to see Captain Kirk come in here and have a high completion percentage day. It's all going to come down to defense. Even if the offense starts a little sluggish, they're going to move the ball. They're going to put up 20-some-odd, 30-some-odd points. Um, but absolutely, I think the Eagles have been dreadful at home. Um, how about those Cowboys? How about them? Their season is over. It is over. Uh, there's no way this guy Cooper Rush comes in. And unless they make a trade, they had problems all over the joint anyway. I don't want to make this Cowboys podcast. But, so i got to show you my, my bird stuff. I'm still moving in here. We got uh, BG sign. There's a little Christian Bale in the back, some Star Wars stuff. Baby Yoda's, Nick Foles. We're going to get a better backdrop up. The Cowboys are done, and I talked about it last week. Carson Wentz still has the same problems. He threw two interceptions, I think, last week. was holding the ball in a couple plays too long. But last week I said, man, it is a two-team race, and that two-team race is not going to be the Eagles and Cowboys. And now it certainly is not going to be a two-team race between the Eagles and Cowboys. Barney comes back in four weeks or they win a couple games. I have no idea what their schedule looks like. But um, the commanders can play some ball. I got a good defense. They got a bunch of running backs. They got a bunch of weapons. They could stay 500. So it's really the Eagles need to run with it. And the Eagles do need to have one of those magical seasons where they win 10, 11, 12 games. Because I think the the, the commanders are going to be a 500 ball club. I think they're going to they're gonna play some ball. Carson Wentz is going to win you some games. He's going to certainly lose you a ton of games. I'm not one of those guys that, you know, talk smack on Jalen Hurts and rah-rah Carson Wentz and blah, blah, blah. Nah, he's he's in that – he loses you that game in Detroit. And although I keep going back to it because it burns me that much. I said I wasn't going to. I said I was going to move on to the Vikings, but – what do I have to compare it to? Carson Wentz loses you that game. If this team blitzes you on 21 of 42 pass plays and he doesn't have 17 rushes and doesn't have all those first downs with his legs and doesn't move the chains, we lose that game in Detroit with Carson Wentz. Hands down, 100%. Um, maybe the defense plays a little bit different. I don't think so. He's Gannon has shown me nothing. Um that he's going to change. Maybe he proves me wrong this week. Prove me wrong, brother. Prove me wrong. This week at the link. Um, and then the following week, who I also didn't get to shout out enough last week, and I said, hey, I'm going to keep plugging them. We're going to go down to D.C. We're the one bus leaving out of Garden State Brewery in Galloway. 
And phillysportstrips.com, they don't just do Eagles. They do Flyers. They do Phillies. They got crazy Sixers trips. They'll probably do the season opener for the Sixers. Uh, Philly Sports Trips, and they do a home tailgate, which they invite us to, um, at the Navy Yard, which it's a little bit – it's a short walk, but we actually tailgate over there at the Navy Yard, and we tailgate mostly in FDR Park. So we like the walk because you can get right out. Not as much congestion. And, man, does, does Philly Sports Trips put on a spread? They have music. They have special appearances. They've got beer. They've got food out the yin-yang. Filet mignon cheesesteaks down in D.C. You name it. Uh, Philly Sports Trips. Thank you to those guys for linking up with us and a ton of other awesome pages out there. Vince had a short house down here in Brigantine, wanted to have a South Jersey bus down here, leaving uh, to go to some away games because they always have 10, 15, 20 buses leaving out of Philly, PA, places like that. But they're the first – there's a ton of other travel companies out there. This company is different. They're the first to say – they're pioneers in their own right. They're the first to say, hey – we're getting – there's a market here. This is a Philly market in South Jersey, Atlantic City, Ocean City, Sea Isle City, Cape May, wherever. These people are Philly fans. We got to get these guys on some of these trips. Stop ignoring South Jersey. There's hardcore Philly fans in South Jersey. Hardcore. I'm one of them. So we're going on that trip. It's going to be freaking incredible. Um, so I'm excited. Short show this week. Before I go, again, we'll get in a little bit more Vikings talk and prediction, things like that. But we'll try and keep this to half hour, 40 minutes each, each week, give you my thoughts. Maybe a little longer, push 45 minutes to an hour if I have a – counterpart of guests on the show go birds people think it's going to be that time type of game where it's going to be crazy there's nothing the vikings fans can do no it's not the nfc championship game it's going to be totally different there's a monday night and shame on you guys who have your tickets for sale to the missing a home opener you guys on facebook i don't care what work you have where are you going your your, your sister's bar mitzvah bot mitzvah i don't care to miss this game is lunacy, lunacy, go birds. So two post-game shows, actually three if you count the radio, and me now doing this every week, but so post-game wars. Before I wrap up with the Eagles-Vikings again, post-game wars. So if you watch the Eagles game on TV, you have – on NBC Sports Philly with Ray Diddy retired, you have Ron Jaworski, Ruben Frank, Michael Barkan, Bear Brooks. And now the new show, which I was thoroughly impressed with. I'm going to, after the game, switch on to NBC Sports Philly and get a little post game, get the interviews and stuff like that. But man, the two hours, these guys, plus they did a pregame too with Farzetta, who I didn't even get to watch, but. The post game is down in my neck of the woods, which I had no idea. 
um, one of their key sponsors. It was down in Atlantic City at one of the casinos. And they had Seth Joyner, who they plucked from NBC Sports, Devin Caney out in the middle of the casino floor, which was great. Uh, Miss Anelli, who I was never really a fanatic listener, always a WIP guy, um, but he was running the, running the ship. D-Gun, who I absolutely love. I love D-Gun's takes. I'll tune in just to watch, you know, the D-Gun's takes, and he's got his own show like this where he's going to bring people on uh, as well, separate from their post-game show. So I love my man D-Gun. That show was a great show, post-game wars. Uh, and then your traditional TV, NBC Sports, Philly post-game. Uh, I think both are are uploaded later to watch. Uh, it's, in my opinion, it's easier to watch the TV one live and the YouTube one after the fact. YouTube one is live as well, but with uh, the new one. But... Um, it's really easy the next morning to, you know, get, if you have a smart TV to just get on YouTube and put in, you know, Eagles post game or whatever the media company is. I'm not going to give them any free clout, but, um, not that I have any, not that I have any, but I, I love that show. I think week one, the new show took the crown, uh, maybe just cause it was new and they had that sparkle. I think it's tough, and I know the grind of um, a traditional media company trying to move into the digital atmosphere and produce the show and get it up and upload it and distribute it out so people can get it and then marketing it so people – getting the talent on there, marketing it so people can subscribe to the show and things like that. But I thought that show was um, – was really good was a quality show so eagles vikings um everyone said last week was the trap game this is the home opener i don't agree this game is going to be very tight and if i had to look at the next um probably several weeks and look at the teams and just the power rankings and everything that's going on. I'm not going to do it because I'm a homer. But if I had to look at everything that was going on and I look at the Jags game, I think we win. I'm driving it umpteen hours to D.C. Got to win that game. Are the, T- are the Eagles going to run the table in the first four games and go 4-0? If there was a game to lose, it would probably be this one. But – not this town, not this city. The Eagles win in a hold on to your seats fashion. The fans are dead from tailgating and screaming for 12, 15 hours straight. Uh, the Eagles win 31-24. Um with a defensive stop at the end. And how about that? If not, man, Jonathan Gannon, go home, bro. Go home, bro. That's his swan song. If he gives up a ton of yards and the Eagles lose this game, they are going to be killing this guy. But um, 
Oh, I didn't get – so that's my Eagles prediction. Eagles are 31-24. W. Um, and I didn't get to do my TV update. So I'm going to give you my TVs that I'm watching. Not that anyone cares. And my beers. So the beer this week, again, double nickel, uh, Jetro, and it says hazy IPA, go birds, delicious. Um, You got beer, give me some beer. Uh, And my TV update, my gosh, the most dramatic season yet. My wife was actually building shelves and I was watching the Bachelorette. There's something wrong with that picture. But I thought it was the last episode because they said it was the finale and it's next week now because it's a two-part. So, jeez, man. These guys, these are idiots. These guys are going to end up with, with nobody, I hope. You guys are a bunch of idiots. Um, and Amazon Prime, Lord of the Rings versus Game of Thrones. My gosh. We, when I did the first show, I was loving Lord of the Rings. I thought the they spent hundreds of millions of dollars on uh, production and CGI and all that matters. So there's really nobody in the show that you would know. I think they spent all the money on production, but it's outstanding visuals. That was last week when I did this show, when I did my podcast, I said that show is kicking Game of Thrones prequel behind. Well, the last episode of House of Dragons or House of the Dragon or whatever it's called. Dude, the last couple of that show are are wild that they're getting away with some of the stuff they're putting on TV. So I'll just put it I'll just put it like that. Um at this point you probably tuned out because I stopped talking about Philly Sports. So maybe I'll just bury this part at the end. But if y'all are looking for something to watch, always looking for something to watch. I, I am a sucker for the most popular things. I want to see what won the Emmys. I want to watch, you know, when Ozark was on, I want to watch Succession. I want to watch HBO stuff, new stuff, streaming stuff. My wife be watching some weird like murder docs or something. No, I want to know the most viewed, most watched crap pop culture. I love it. I'll eat it up every time. Right now for me, Week two, the score is tied one to one. I have Order of the Rings winning my first judgment and Game of Thrones just taking over these last couple weeks. So, hope you enjoyed it. Let me know your Eagles um, predictions. This whole video will be uploaded to Facebook and Google, YouTube. YouTube and Facebook and Spotify actually also has videos so you can watch. I don't know why you want to just watch me or audio only on Amazon, Google, uh, Spotify, iTunes, everywhere you get your podcasts. Please leave a review. I hope it's better than one star. And once we start getting some subscribers and like, people start finding out about the show, it's going to get more interesting. We're going to get guests on and things like that. Once I get better at using this software, I'm going to be able to get multiple people to join. So thanks again. Great week. And go, Birds. If you're going to the game on Monday, hit me up.